Hello, welcome back to the Damn Your Tall podcast. I am one of your hosts, Felicia, aka Fifi J, along with Graham, aka Still Sir Read the Light. That's fine by me. <laughs> Not Sir Read the Light a lot. Yeah, Sir Reads Lights, okay. Sir Reads Light doesn't make much sense, so please don't call me that. Why not? Because I just said it doesn't make much sense. Anyway. You're the one who said it. Welcome back to the podcast, guys. Uh, I guess we'll do a Boeing update right off the top since our last show. He was sick. Yes, Boeing seems to have fully recovered and is back to trying to steal food and get into his food box. So I think he's okay. He can't get into the food box under the sink. He's not Sal. Yeah, I'm just saying he, he he's still standing there. He's trying. He's wanting to. He's just not. He's just no good at it. Yeah, he's old. He's like 20 years old. He can't really jump like Sal can. And he never really could because he's lazy. Lazy. Yeah. So that's that's a little update on the dog. He's doing better now. His poop is better. Well, that's what that's what it came down to is I was trying to avoid talking about it, but yes, he had diarrhea, and that's why we had to go through all the stuff for him. He's a dog. He's pooping outside. People are looking at him while he's pooping anyway. Well, I thought maybe people listening to a podcast would want to hear about diarrhea. Anyway, it's dog poop, so people sympathize sympathize with sick doggies. So he's better now. He's back to his normal, following us around and scrounging for food if we drop it in the kitchen. So yeah. That's us a little Boeing update. So I'm scratching his head right now because he's such a good little friend. Good little friend. So just a little uh, rundown for some news stories that I got here. I got called for jury duty. Woo! Yeah, that's what, tomorrow? Yeah, this is going to be out on Saturday, but it's Monday as we're recording this. And I got jury duty tomorrow, a summons. So I don't know if that means I'm picked or what. Oh, okay. What that means is you're part of the jury pool. So from, from however many people they call in, they will build however many juries they need. Because this is not necessary. It depends on the how the county does it. But generally, you have a day where trials are scheduled to start and you pull from and all the trials are scheduled, well, not all of them, but several are scheduled to, to start that same day, and they just pull from that pool, from the pool, the various um, jurors they need, um, you know, up to 15. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I got that. I got a call t- to figure out what I'm supposed to be doing. I bring my PlayStation, or not my PlayStation, bring my <laughs> Switch, download some mute, or some videos, some shows, just because I, I don't know how long I'm going to be there. Hopefully it's not long. Yeah, well, who knows? We may wind up getting selected for the for jury duty. Uh, well, I won't be able to talk about it until afterwards. But by the time our podcast comes out, the way they're scheduled, it'll probably be over if I even get picked. So yeah, stay tuned sick. for that. So, yeah, I got that letter like a couple weeks ago. I had to fill out like a, you had to fill out a questionnaire, but you didn't get picked. Yeah, it's randomized. Oh, they might pick you. They might still. Oh, well, they hurried up and sent mine back. It was like, I feel like I was like, eh, I won't get called. Two weeks later. Here you go. And I was like, damn it. When I saw that, it's from like the courts. I was like, I'm not being arrested. <laughs> I was like, this must be for jury duty. So, boo. But I'm doing my civic duty. Yes, as you a are. citizen. So, <sighs> I don't know. I, I kind of, if it's a good, cool case, I want to sit on it because I miss doing like courtroom stuff with you. That was fun. Yeah, but you're likely to 
just based on how numbers work, you're likely to wind up in some side of civil case if they if it even goes to trial. I mean, there there always is that criminal case where the uh, this is actually a known phenomenon where the defendant is cruising along, feeling he's great and everything, and then he's here he's sitting there and looking at the crowd of jurors and then pleads. I've seen that happen a couple times. Oh, geez. So, I don't know. Larry said that uh, since I'm, like, a college person, they don't generally like to use, like, people that are thinkers or whatever. So, I, I don't know. Last time, like, I did jury duty or had to get summoned. It was, like, when I was in college, we put it off. And they're like, uh-uh, you got to come in. I was like, damn it. So, my mom had to pick me up from school because I was still in school at the time. I was, like, 20. And then I had to go downtown. And I was like, I don't want to sit here all day. That mom's like, bye. <laughs> she just dropped me off. And I was just like waiting in a room. And then I actually got called it. Like our group, I guess, got called in. And they were looking in there like, because I put a reason. Down, I was like, I'm a student athlete and I need to practice. <laughs> that was my reasoning. Because they're like, what do you do? And all that stuff. And they're like, uh, juror number something. I was like, oh, oh that's me. Hey, hey. And they're like, what What do you do? I was like, I'm a college student and I do sports and I can't do that. <laughs> That was my reasoning. And they just kind of like, like one of those, they're like, you can go. I was like, so I sat here for damn near out of here early in the morning and it was a waste of time. I'm surprised it let you go with that. Uh, yeah, I guess so. My sister had a funny one. She was like, she had the same last name as the defendant. They didn't even ask her any questions. Like, you can go. Yeah, that that's one of those weird ones, but I can get it. Like that that's definitely an easy appeal to make. One of the jurors shares a last name with the defendant and show and not related. Yeah, but still and showed inappropriate, you know. It, I mean I can see how you can make the case. Yeah, so uh, see how that goes. Tomorrow's gonna because I start coaching next week. They have their physicals on Monday and then I start on, I guess, Tuesday, since they have to get their physicals first in order to practice. And who knows how long that's supposed to take, so Hopefully this goes well and it's just kind of like, oh, you'll just waste your, I don't know, mid morning. I don't know how long or when I have to even be there. So who knows? And for those astute listeners wondering why I said up to 15 jurors when a jury is is 12 people, they will almost always select alternate jurors in case they need to dump a juror for some reason. And... They will go up to three alternates, depending on the case. So that's why I mentioned 15. Because you don't want to have a situation where you go through all the effort of having a trial, presenting this case to the 12 jurors, and then one of them uh, fails to show up, or their mother dies, or they die. And then all of a sudden, you you don't have a jury anymore. You have 11 people. So wait, like, do the... uh like standbys do they have to be there too they have to be there all the way up until the jury actually it goes to make their decisions so what did they just sit there and that's it well they have to they have to do everything else the rest of the jury has to do because there's the possibility that they may be called to make a decision so they they actually have one of the what's been recognized as one of the tougher jobs because you have to go through all the rigmarole of being in the jury. And, and then you don't then, get to do anything. Yeah, you don't get, you don't get <laughs> the payoff of at least being part of the decision process. Yeah, that'd be kind of a bummer, I guess. But I, I guess you don't want to sentence somebody. That's also I uh, I don't want to do that either. Well, you don't sentence somebody. You just decide if they're guilty or innocent. Yeah, but that's kind of hard, too. It's up to the judge to decide what sentence is. Yeah, I guess that's true. And 
Does Indiana still have the death penalty? I don't know. Oh, uh, I think they did had like a executed yeah, death in like Terre Haute's a federal prison. I think there was like a. Oh yeah, Indiana still has a death penalty. So if it's like Alabama, you would vote separately on whether or not the death penalty is appropriate. Ooh. And Alabama had one of what I thought was one of the more foolish things, which was if in Alab under in most states that still have the death penalty, it's every it's still the jury votes guilty or not guilty, and then also votes death penalty or no. In most case, in most states, if the jury votes no on a death penalty, that's it. It's not an option. In Alabama and possibly other states, the judge can actually overrule that part of the jury's decision and upgrade it to a death to uh, the sentence to death. This is Graham a little late, just updating. That was the rule until 2017. They now um, no longer can do that. There's some additional rules, but just to update. Oh, wow. So <laughs> this is going to be fun. So I'm hoping it's the, the latter. I just, you know, come back home and play Far Cry 6. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's <what I'm> hoping. <laughs> yes, because we finally got our replacement PS4 for you. Well, not, not, not for you. That's unfair of me. I'm excited, too. Yeah, so I don't know if we talked about it, but I finally got my hands a hold of a new, well, new used, new to me, PlayStation 4, because PlayStation 5s are impossible to get a hold of, and freaking my, I have the original, like, when it unlaunched, like, that first year, PlayStation 4, which I know it sounds like first world problems, but I got the launch version, and it was working fine up until, like, a few years ago, and the disc would eject, and we thought we fixed the problem, but it just kept getting worse, <laughs> And worse to where I couldn't play a disc. And I could probably download the games, but it would still make the noise of like ejecting right, and it right. would do that. So I was just like, I'm over it. I'm just gonna play the PlayStation 3. Yeah, it caused all kinds of all kinds of problems. So we, we basically gave up on it. Yeah, so it's like sitting over there collecting dust and I have to like wipe it to maybe try and sell it and get something for it. I mean <laughs> maybe the only thing we'll really be able to sell out of it will be the expanded hard drive we put in. Uh, yeah, I guess that's true. So, yes, we got a new, was it a, it's not a pro. Slim, I think. Yes, the slim. It's like super light compared to like the old one. So weird. But it's all fancy and it, it works. And I'm excited. And it took like, I set it up like, this is like the second week. Yeah. Second or third week. I wiped everything and it, the setup was pretty easy transferring everything. I thought it was going to be difficult because you need like an Ethernet cord. And since my, uh, old playstation 4 was like hardwired i just took it out of our little router and i just plugged it up and they're like okay it's gonna take like five hours or whatever yeah and that day i would i was working so i'd periodically you know if i had to eat or go to the bathroom i'd step into the entertainment room and report to felicia how many hours left there were yeah so it actually went by kind of fast i was just like you know what i'm gonna wait be patient i did it earlier in the day like a friday and then i was like I play games again so i started playing red dead now all the games that i wanted to play are so old they're like super cheap now which is kind of nice then you went and bought far cry 6 launch day of launch so you uh, come on i had to it's the I'm first just, like new game i've bought in like three years i'm just saying you you know jumped at the opportunity we're gonna play it it's fun i was gonna talk about that too so but yeah we got a, a new playstation 4 new use but it, it's still good because i when i went to go get the well, not get the far cry get far cry 6 i was like oh let me go to like hey going to gamestop because well that's where we got the use because i couldn't find it new anywhere 
they I think they discontinued basically the PlayStation 4. So it was like you either had to buy used or nothing. And I found one and I they were like, Oh, we can't hold it. And I was like, Can I pay for it now and pick it up? They're like, No, I was like, Why why can't that be an option? And I couldn't reserve it online to pick it up later because at the beginning, like the Panini, like you could like a uh, GameStop, you could like order it online and they'd hand it to you at the door. They didn't want people coming to the store because GameStops are very small. They're not very big at all. Yeah, they are very small spaces. I was in there. Um, I actually showed up and I think this is an Indiana decision because we had to deal with it back when I was at FedEx, but they came to the realization if you only have one employee in the store and they have a lunch break, just because you only put one employee in the store doesn't mean they lose their lunch break. So stores have to close for a half hour for their for their mandated lunch break. So I got there when it was on lunch break and then I came back and it was there was me two other customers and the clerk and it felt jam packed and then three three people came in in a group and it was like oh we're all crammed together it's so small. Yeah, so I had I said grandma was like you get it cuz I don't feel like leaving the house. And then I was like if it's not black don't get it. <laughs> I'm still standing by I want black. And luckily it was, so I got it. It still matches my aesthetic. Don't roll your eyes at me, so. I'll roll my eyes at you with your aesthetic as much as I want. Oh, my God. So, yeah, and now I've been playing a little bit of Red Dead. That's what I started playing, like, when we first got it. Then I got Tomb Raider because it was, like, $16. I got that at Disc Replay. I didn't get that at um, GameStop. But, oh, back to the story about getting um, Far Cry. I was trying to get it at GameStop, even though I hate going there, because I was like, oh, I could trade in a game and maybe get, knock a few bucks off, and they're like, uh, I don't know, no, it was Disc Replay, I was like, oh, never mind, Disc Replay usually has, like, five bucks cheaper, but they were like, oh, we're only doing pre-orders, like, oh my god, really? So, I went to Costco, and then I went to Best Buy, hashtag not sponsored for any of these, um, and I was like, oh, they got his PlayStation 5. Then I looked right down. There was like two copies for PlayStation 4. I was like, oh, okay then. I'll just walk right in and paid for it. So I was like, all right, I found it. Even though I probably could have went to like Meyer or Walmart. And I'm pretty sure they would have had copies. Yeah, I was telling you. I was the one who was telling you to go to Meyer. I know, but I was trying to get it like cheaper or trying to cut like some. Because it was like, it's like $64 for like new games. I think, um... PlayStation 5 is even like 10 bucks more. I think it's like 70 bucks for a game now. But I think the graphics look good. <laughs> even though it's like an older console or whatever. I still think they look good. And I know I, I want to get Cyberpunk. But Beeler told me not to because it runs terribly. But I was like, I'm going to get it still anyway. I want to get it for my desktop. But this desktop is a little old. Uh, it's a lot newer than the one you used to have. That's true. So yeah, that's the the story, but on to speaking of Far Cry 6, I've been playing it. The music is fire. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, you're, there was one where you would assault at a base and there was just this really peppy, what was it, I don't know what it's called because it's not Ranchero, but there's really the peppy music. Just, ah, ha, 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 ha. And it was just, and it was, you know, you were shooting machine guns all over the place and there was stuff blowing up and Guapo the alligator was off murdering people and it was just peppy ha 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 type music yes that, be, that song slapped I was like man I was getting into just like slapping people in the face and then okay so let's let's go ahead and start the beginning of the game I'm not gonna get in all into it because I haven't beaten it yet I'm like maybe the third mission in this game but basically it starts off as a dictator evil trying to 
take over. That's pretty much all Far Cry games, kind of. Basically, you're in a fantasy Cuba, is what it comes down to, with a nastier Castro. Um, and, yeah, it, like the aesthetic and everything is very Cuban. And, yeah, and you just start off and you get to choose if you're a man or a woman. And they, and this is, I mean, this is always a problem you have in, in fully voiced video games. If it's just text, like the old computer RPGs, it doesn't matter because then you just put in text whatever the character's name is, you know, fat butt or fart head. You know, people choose stupid names in RPGs. Fat butt or fart head. Okay. People choose stupid names. Okay, All go right. ahead. But I mean, in an audio, in an audio game, when you have to have voice actors recording all the lines, you can't do that. Um, first one I remember doing that with was Mass Effect, where they let you choose your first name, but everybody called you Shepard because that was your fixed last name. And this one, your name's Danny, regardless of if you're the lady or the gentleman. Yeah, and you're like, you should play as the woman. I was like, well, no, it doesn't really bother me about playing as a man or a woman. I don't really, if I can, I, I will. And I was like, should I or shouldn't I? But because I was like, oh, do I get to create it? I was like, oh, I can make her look like me. That's what I thought. Because in the last one, you got to make, I was like, oh, I'm going to make her black. I'll make her a, a black lady. That's basically what I did. But from the fourth one, or from the fifth one to this one, basically, I've played uh, four, Far Cry 4, 5, and now 6. Like, from what I've seen, it's like the the character doesn't talk. They just kind of, you're just like, okay, you're supposed to be, like, enthralled. But this time, like, you're, like, talking, you get cutscenes. That's really weird to me. And usually in the cutscenes, they just keep, you're, like, first person. Like, you don't get to see yourself, ever. Yeah, and that's that's a bit of a risk to take. It's also a risk to do with a silent protagonist. Like, Half-Life, it worked out really well. Other games, it hasn't worked out as well. But, yeah, you'll have times, like, your character, her, in Felicia's case, her goal is she wants to leave the country entirely and flee to the United States. And she's like, I want to go to Miami. I want to stay there. And, you know, that's that's very different. That's giving a character a motivation, whereas a silent protagonist, you know, the, the player, to an extent, gives the character motivation. Yeah, so I was kind of like, oh, we're actually, like, in the game. So, of course, you're trying to escape the evil guy. Um, his son sneaks on the boat, like, for the first part, and they come and find it, shoot up the boat. Um, well, the guy gets killed instantly because he throws a bottle at the, like, um, your two friends trying to escape because they're all orphans. That's how they're like, oh, we could enslave these people because they don't have a family. That's kind of how they justify it. And like the poor people, that's how it is. And the guy gets shot by the people. They're like, oh, and like, we got to get out of here. They get on the boat. He comes, takes his kid back, shoots down the boat. They end up on the island. The, um whatchamacallit, best friend, she gets basically shot in all the commotion of the boat, like, getting shot up, and she dies, and now you're basically the sole survivor of the whole thing, and you have to, like, fight with the resistance. Yeah, and and how they set it up, like I mentioned, your character wants to flee to Miami, but they set it up that the island you land on, the, the head gorilla's like, sure, if you successfully do X, Y, and Z, and I'm sure at some point they'll change it that your character doesn't want to flee to Miami anymore. Because otherwise, that is a big map for the character to, to liberate. <laughs> and at some point, it being Far Cry, you're probably going to be like flying airplanes and helicopters and, I don't know, sailing battleships up the river or something insane like that. That would, you know, that would be very easy to just turn around and go to the United States. Yeah, that's true. You'd be like, well, all right, I'm going to take this little one single-engine plane and, <laughs> and like fly away. But so 
that happens and you basically try and get your kind of like cohorts together you free up areas of the map and of course it's, it's kind of your standard uh far cry game and different story different skin but this is like more of like you said a fictional fictional cuba yeah and the last one was like what a fictional montana it yes. was set in the united states and people were all up in arms and about they, it oh we, you and i were talking about this because it was the same problem with mafia 3 where they choose something that's going to be divisive and attention grabbing in in that case, they set a far higher game in the United States, a game that's based around cruising around and just gunning down everybody. So, and then they set you up against a survivalist cult. And then they, which I d- thought was a good, like good one right there. I was oh. like, Oh, this is perfect. There's a lot of this going on in here. Oh, a great villain. And then at the last second, they veer off and they just don't have the guts to go all the way. Because that one, for some reason, even though all the supremacist cults I know of are racist, they're divided along racial lines. And most of them are white supremacists. So it's like, they just didn't go the extra half step and just outright make them a white supremacist cult. They're like, oh, we got to throw some black people in here. And you're like, why? I'll tell you now, when I saw black people in this game, I was like, Mm-hmm. I don't know. There ain't gonna be no black people out there and the frolicking and the flowers. Like, pfft. we don't do that. Yeah. And then, uh, <laughs> Mafia Three wimped out when they did the um. What What did they call it? It was. It's basically the clan. It was basically the clan, but they didn't call it the clan, and they didn't have the iconic clan hoods. But they still had like masks. Um. They were like. Uh, it was set in Louisiana. I remember that, and I was like, so this is the clan. It was set in Louisiana during the Civil Rights era. It was like, I mean, you have a video game. You could set it anywhere. As we've seen with Assassin's Creed, you can set stuff in some pretty crazy situations. And so you pick this time and place and then don't do anything with the time and place. It's like, why did you bother? Yeah, I was because I remember I was playing it when I was in Terre Haute. And I enjoyed the game. I didn't hate it. It was fun. I mean, it's, you get to shoot white supremacist so what what did you not hate about that and you're like why didn't they just make it the clan <laughs> and i was like maybe there was some sort of copyright infringement maybe or people would have been like whoa that's too much I, that I i'm pretty sure it's the so. latter they're like that's eh, too I, much I just like in far cry so. when they're like far cry far cry 5 came out like about four years ago now something like that it came out a while ago and people were like whoa set in america because they had american flag and it was like the protagonist was white guy with a a man bun so (laughs) it was yeah Yeah. um it was okay i didn't like hate it right but but it was just a weird choice i did like the animals the cheeseburger cheeseburger the peaches oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) he's got diabetes You're like, it's not ironic. We call him cheeseburger, but he's got the diabetes. <laughs> I was like, probably because he's eating cheeseburgers. He loves cheeseburgers. Oh, well, this man, one, you start out your awesome. very first friend. Because I think, I don't know if every Far Cry has had a friend, but at least the recent ones all have had friends. Your very first friend is an alligator or crocodile, I can't remember which, with a gold front tooth and a shirt, and his name is Guapo. Yes, Guapo, my, my buddy. I love Guap. And, and you and like most games, they like all the ones I know of. You can pet your friendly animal, and the first one, the achievement was like at Can I pet the croc? I think was the it was the un, was the unlock. I was like, 
So th- yeah, that was like the trophy thing. I was like, "Can I pet this?" And it's like, "Yep, you can." So now Felicia will burst into a into a military facility, murder all these people, blow up everything, light everything on fire, and then, "Oh, Guapo, come here, Guap." I try to go in stealthy. Once I get my bow and arrow, I'm going in stealth mode. Hopefully, I can get some like fire bow and arrows <laughs> or explosive ones because I, you know, I like to play stealthy. But then I just get caught and I'm like, screw it, I got an alligator, and I start lighting people <laughs> But I mean, still, even with the bow and arrow, there would still be dead people everywhere and everything would have fire. This is true. Yeah. I do have like a rocket launcher strapped to my back. Yeah. That I got makeshift rocket launcher from the one, the, the first guy where I got the alligator from. They're like, he makes weapons, so get him first. <laughs> and, that's, and then I lit up a tobacco field. And then at some point, apparently, you get a chihuahua named Teresa who is in a wheelchair. You leave him alone. I got him free with the, uh, whatchamacallit, pre-order bonus that I didn't pre-order. No, he's in the game regardless. It's just the pre-order gives you a different skin. You leave his little legs that don't work alone. I just think it's a, I like it. It's it's an unusual thing to add. It, It makes the game stand out that you have a... But if he has like a rocket or something, maybe he does. I, I didn't look. And then I got like a CD like shooter. Yeah, yeah CD, CD shooter. shooter for, yeah. I don't know. I'll probably use it. It's free. They gave it to me. So, but that's pretty much where I've gotten so far. I'm trying to space it out, you know, enjoy. And I only play it when Graham's in the room because it's more fun that way. Yeah, because it's it's always fun to have somebody just like periodically look over and go, "What are you doing?" When you're driving, you know, seventy miles an hour the wrong way with a broken car with three wheels blown out. Nothing. <laughs> it's like nothing. I'm not just shooting. And then I like see these random like the bad guys are like holding these people hostage, and I'm like driving. I'm like, "Well, you're dead." <laughs> like I ran over a shit ton of people. You had, like, a spree going. You were just like... (laughs) I really did. (laughs) Hey, they're bad guys, so... And then I was freeing the people, so... That's more people on our side. So, Free conscripts. Whatever. So, yeah, that's about as far as I got in Far Cry so far. But I'm enjoying it so far. The music slaps. I got a cool... I got an alligator. I still like cheeseburger and peaches. Peaches was the... Not mine. Yeah. And I think I had a panther, too. I forgot what that one was called, but I like the name Peaches of Cheeseburger. <laughs> that bear was awesome. You just go in just, like, manhandle people. <sighs> He's got the diabetes. And it was also really fun because when Cheeseburger would be doing stuff you couldn't see, there would be, uh, not an outline, but, like, a flat image of him mangling people that you would see through the walls. So there'd just be, and you hear a roar, and you see this bear outline stand up and just, boom. Yeah, that was great. But you had to, like, go and, like, free them and stuff. So I'm pretty sure I'm going to have to do that with this. And that was, like, little side missions. But I was like, I have to free these first. That's the main thing. No, they, I don't think they were side missions. I think, like, you could choose to do them or not do them. But they were, like, pretty prevalent. They were special missions. Yeah, but you just selected them. And I was like, why wouldn't you do this? It's like, as soon as I get, like, the area of the map open and I can get, like, the dog in the wheelchair... The I think I get like a dog, another dog, and then a a rooster. (laughs) So I don't know what the rooster's gonna do, but I want it. (laughs) It's gonna like just peck, and it looks like it's crazy too. Like it's got a little like looks like it's mangled. It it's seen some shit. That's what it looks. I'm gonna guess since this is based in a where it is that it's probably a cockfighting. 
I was about to say, yeah, that sounds like what it is. So, yeah, I can't wait for that. I'll, we'll, we'll keep giving you updates on it, but I'm enjoying it so far. Uh, it's just nice to play video games again and not worrying about the disc ejecting or having to, like, basically, I had to unplug the PlayStation every time. So it wouldn't stop. So all good there. And it looks so sleek. I'm just looking at it now. Oh, we did go to Homecoming. Yes, yes. Anderson Homecoming. Anderson Where they put on probably their best show of the season so far. Um, I don't remember what the final score was, though. They it lost. It was like 35 to 20. Yeah, so at least they were in the same ballpark as their opponent, which I think may be the... Yeah. Well, the both teams were kind of evenly matched, I think, from what we saw, like... I, when we went in there, you know, they had the streets blocked off and everything because homecoming and they had all the alumni back. So it's your standard college homecoming. There wasn't as many people as I thought they were going to be, though. Part of it, though, is I, I think they had a they had soccer games at the same time. So I don't know if they were the homecoming soccer games. But, I mean, if you were coming for homecoming and you liked a less boring sport, you would go to the soccer game. So I think that may have been why things seemed a little thin. Oh, uh, yeah, because uh, people were, like, having trouble parking. And we got super – because it was community day for Pokemon Go. <laughs> and that was a whole other story. There was something wrong with my Google Play account, and I couldn't get to where I was like, did I – is my phone broken? It, it said I was, like, outside of the country. And now it's working again because I was, like, trying to email, like, the Niantic people. I was like, I'm trying to give you money here. <laughs> but it's working now, so – that wound up costing a lot of time. We wound up having to go up to Muncie. We spent like an hour the night before trying to get it to work. It was just a very, very so frustrating like, experience. I was, I was like, what? Because yours worked. I was like, so it's not the game. I was like, so it's my account, and I don't know but, if it fixed itself. But it wasn't even your account, though, because when we tried to use my money in your account, in your game didn't work, remember? Oh, uh, yeah. It was the Google Play Store being weird for some reason. Yeah, it was bizarre. I mean, yeah. So, but, that, but it, that, I tried it today and it actually worked because I I like to I don't like to use my debit card on there. I just get like play cards if I want to you know get coins or something for to like buy boxes or some. I haven't bought anything in a while, but I like to use that instead. And it wouldn't take my credit. And I was like, well, that's just money sitting there. That's what I was mostly worried about. I was like, so I can't use that. And I tried it today. I was like, oh, it's working now. So I don't know if because I reached out to like everybody, but. It's figured out now. It it it's good for right now. So hopefully it stays that way. But yeah, we went to the game and we did a little bit of Pokemon Go beforehand. It was Duskall Community Day, so it wasn't all that great. So yeah, yeah. and I had terrible luck catching any shinies, and you had like thirty. That's because you don't play it right. You do the task in the ticket that you got, and then you just check and go. You you actually catch. Been over this before. The tagline of the game is gotta catch them all. Therefore, following the instructions of the game, you've got to catch all of them. I mean, it seems pretty clear to me. Anyway, I basically tap and go. That's pretty much how I do it, unless I'm trying to get XP, but it was like Stardust this time. So I just basically was like, oh, here's another one. I think the first one I clicked on was Shiny. And I don't need, I had like nine before this even started because this Duskull came out like, two or three or four years ago it was like the first halloween event i think it came out first or second halloween event 
because Halloween is like the best of it in Pokemon Go. Hopefully, they don't screw it up this year. <laughs> it's supposed to start on Friday, so that's what I have to look forward to this weekend too. Maybe do some of that because we're still trying to figure out what to do today as you're listening to this. Well, one of the things that I was going to mention is the Idle Jorks sent out there. What is this thing? Quarterly, circular. They're doing a Dia de Muertos thing for starting on someday and going all the way and having a big blowout on the 30th. Is it starting this past Sunday or this Sunday? It starts for Today's- our listeners. It'll have started the previous week. Oh, so maybe we should do that. Yeah, and then they've got stuff going all through until November 2nd, which, you know, basically the week after Thanksgiving. But their big thing is on... You mean Halloween? What? You said Thanksgiving, you mean oh, Halloween. Yeah, Halloween. Um, and then they've got... But the, the big thing is on Saturday, October 30th, from 10 to 7. So we may do that. That looks interesting. No, we might just stay... Go there, stay at my parents' house, and then, of course, Halloween is on that Sunday. Might just go... To my aunt Ann's house. So that way we'll already be in town. Maybe we should do that yeah, for yeah. that weekend. So like, well, then maybe we should get tickets earlier. We are members, so maybe we'll have like a little advantage. The, the other thing they're doing is they're bringing back Jingle Rails. Ooh, that was actually really fun. I like that. Yeah, Jingle Rails is their... Let, let me see. I, they have a little thing in here. Jingle Rails is their train thing. takes over one of their galleries using nine G-scale trains of 1,200 feet of track. So it's a huge thing. And this one is, their theme is San Francisco. Last year, I think it was Route 66. And it's, and they're really neat because they're made, not the, the trains are made out of plastic and metal because they're, you know, trains, but all the terrain and all of the houses and stuff like that are made out of uh, natural or unexpected materials. So they'll have stuff like seed caps for the roof and, bark for shingles and all sorts of really neat you know it's it's neat because it's miniatures which are always you know always kind of impressive just to see you know how carefully people can work to build the entirety of the football stadium out of natural goods and then you know it's, it's also neat because of the materials they use yeah, that was pretty fun and we just like stumbled upon that we didn't know because we just went up there one day we're like oh we're bored and we're like oh this looks like fun. And I was like, ah, it would be all right. And I was like, oh, this is really interesting. So I don't know has got some pretty cool stuff there. It's on the, they're on their 12th year is what this is saying here. 10 week run. So yeah, we're gonna do that one at some point. Yeah. So but back to the homecoming games. So oh, I think oh really? I thought we were talking about football. Oh, oh well, football. Halloween. Well, I'm just saying, well, because I was like, oh, I don't know what we're doing, but yeah, so they actually had their homecoming game and everything, and it was against Bluffton, so there was like a conference game, and like I was saying earlier, they're like pretty much evenly matched. Anderson hasn't won a game yet this year, and Bluffton is only won like one game, so they're not uh, like super far ahead, and I was like, if I was them, I would basically, you know, thinking as an athlete i'm like oh you're gonna i'm gonna ruin your homecoming and make like you know make you lose and it started out like it was gonna be a blowout because they took that ball like 97 yards on the kickoff yes the very first play of the game the ravens kick it off it bounces to the very edge of the end zone and the guy scoops it up and runs the entire length of the field 
Yeah, so I was like, oh, this going to be one of those. And, you know, Bluffton's like, yeah. Um, I do remember seeing one Anderson player who probably could have died for a tackle, but kind of like at the last second decided against it. So maybe the level of commitment isn't there. Maybe it was a the kicker, and he was like, I'm not doing this for <laughs> wasting my knees. But, yeah, and then they marked it, like, short of the, the like, the one-yard line, and they ran one play, and then they actually got it in for the second. And then it was Anderson's turn, and I don't, I don't even know what happened. Like, they looked a little bit better. Maybe it's because the teams were kind of evenly, kind of, the, like, playing-wise, I guess. But I was like, I mean, this is homecoming people <laughs> like you got to have a little bit more pep in your step and we left after halftime because like i'm not gonna sit out here all day the sun was like beating down on us and i was like okay you know they might come back and i was trying to keep track of the score and i was like oh they're kind of tied up they had like uh it was close game like in the fourth quarter it was like 20 to 5 i was reading like the little rundown and then bluffton kind of just ran away with it and scored more points at the end so it looked a little bit better compared to, like, that loss in the previous week. It was, like, 49-0. to zero. So, at least they scored 20 points. One of the things that I was mentioning to you is I don't know team morale. I don't know how, because they're D3, so they don't have the D1 or D2 where they have the threat of, oh, we're going to take your scholarship. I don't know what would encourage someone to keep showing up to get their face just pounded in every single weekend. I, I mean... Yeah, it's like a D one D. Like these aren't like the top top recruits that we're that Anderson's getting because I I like seen them. A lot of guys just like oh, I'm just doing this because. Well, I mean, you're at they're paying to go yeah, there. Yeah, and you're at D three, so you don't really choose your school for its football quality. You you choosing it for some other matter, either academics, location, the fact it's a Christian school, um, that your your girlfriend's going there, um, their you know, you get a, a special grant, you know, any one of the myriad of reasons, I do not think sports is ever going to be in that list for someone picking the college. No, because they usually get kids that are like D1, you get the top kids, like first and second, like top two kids, you could train them. D2, you get kind of like some kids are actually really good and they can move up like Mary. Uh, my friend Mary, she was in D2 and she was a national champion. She moved up to D1 and she was all American D1 and 2. So you get kids that are like, well, maybe they want to start a little bit lower or maybe they are like, they don't get the scholarship and then D2 offers them a little bit more money possibly. Or they're like, well, you can come here and develop and then possibly move up. And then like D3 is kind of like the kids that want to play sports. Like I'll use Rose Holman example. Like Purdue is an engineering school and you're going to get the best athletes to go there that are like the top athletes. Rose Holman is also a very good engineering school. They're D3. So the the kids that are like on the football team that still want to play, but they're not going to like start there or they want to get a better education and like go to school, they'll go there. Or their priority, or maybe they're, school. Yeah, maybe they're an excellent football player, but their priority is school. Yeah, because I mean, it's Big Ten. You're, you're going up against guys that are like six five and like 300 something pounds you're going up against top guys these are a lot smaller Mm -hmm. like i mean there are some like dudes that are like six like five but not in our i don't think there's any in our conference you're going to get like the the lower tier but you actually have some kids that work hard i've always seen like d3 kids like work hard it just depends on the person yeah uh, but i mean all i'm getting at is that 
some D3 schools, for instance, North Central College is a top flight track and field D3 school. So there are yeah. there are kids, excuse me, students who will enroll at North Central for its athletics, even though it's D3. I just don't think Anderson is a school like that. Anderson, you're, you're enrolling there because, well, you know, like all the mentions, stuff I mentioned before. Yeah, well, it's also a private school. So if you want to go get like a smaller class, like you're paying basically for smaller classes. Like some of the classes I've seen that have maybe like, you know, you'll go to like the bigger schools and there'll be like 100 kids in there. Unless when you start to get down to your major, it starts to trickle down. But there's still a lot of kids here. It's like always small. Like campus, like they're smaller than my high school graduating class. Like everybody knows everybody. And I was like, how would you want to go here? Like it's like high school because everybody knows everybody's business because it's so small. And I was like, I don't think I would like it. Yeah, but I mean, you and I both went to very large high schools and were in large communities because a lot of these students are coming from smaller communities. So they may not be. Oh, there's a lot of kids coming from like, um, I, I think I like Heritage Christian, which is another private school or like cathedral. There's some kids coming from like bigger schools. I think uh, one of my athletes, he used to go to up in Gary. Mm-hmm. I forgot what the school is up there. I think something in Gary, but that was a pretty big school and he came down there. So, and I don't know how big the community is, but it's not like, I don't know. It's also a very small community here as well. Anderson also has, you know, as they keep advertising, a very good nursing program, which I will say I don't see a nursing student on the football team. That does not seem to be – I'm not not saying it couldn't happen, but that does not seem to be an overlay I would expect. There was a nursing student. He was on the track team. That I can – that makes more sense. But because football involves so much damage to the body – even if you play it properly, I just don't see someone who's going to go into nursing, which is a physically demanding thing. Like, you know, in addition to beating myself up, lifting up patients and moving people around, I'm going to run into people on the, you know, all the time. You know, I just, it doesn't seem to be a, whereas with track and field, you're a thrower, you, you know, you're not smashing anybody. You're throwing a big heavy thing. Yeah. Well, he was a sprinter first. So, so yeah, that's where I think like, um, Anybody can move up to D1 or D2. Like, it just depends. Like you said, North Central, they're top tier. Like, their football, they're, like, number one. And they're in D3 right now. And it's probably because, one, they're in Naperville. And they built up a program. They're national champions, so kids want to go there. So, they can. it's easily to get, you know, it's easier to get recruits. And, like, track is really good there. So, like, oh, we got pretty good sports here. Like, a winning program. As opposed to, like, Baylor Mine, which is another D- D3 school. And I don't think they're very good from what I'm hearing from like your your dad was talking about it compared to like North Central where they have like a winning type of mentality and all that type of stuff. I mean, they have nice facilities like their weight room is really nice. Well, I, yeah, North Central has the massive advantage of it is in Naperville, which is one of the wealthiest cities in the state. So, yes, that that does have a big advantage there. But I think a big part of that is winning begets winning. So, you know. People want to go with winners, and if they're like, oh, you come here, you can win a ring. Okay, that's enough for some people. They might not even get to play, like, if you're a fr- coming, like, incoming freshman, like, hey, you may not start, but you might win the national title this year. They're like, okay, you'll get a ring. So, and you're on the team, so it makes you, like, cool. I don't know if they get, like, Letterman jackets or something. You know, despite having lived, like, between four and six blocks, from the campus, I don't know if they have Letterman jackets. 
and like you said living in uh neighborville like you got like neighborville is like one of the the biggest cities outside mm-hmm. of chicago so they got like restaurants right down the street walking distance from like oh it's it is a great campus if i hadn't lived there I might have considered going there, but I was not interested in continuing to live in Naperville <laughs> after I graduated from high school. So, yeah, like, it's, like, literally, like, their campus is almost damn near taking up a lot of stuff. Like, your mom gets mad when they block off a street. She's like, I'm calling the cars. They've closed down. The, a number of streets are kind of de facto closed down because of the campus. There is an, actually one street that no longer exists that the campus, that the college closed and turned into a field so yes they have a lot of influence and they're and they've got property right by downtown naperville which is one of the most you know which is shocking for me is one of the happiness downtowns in the region apparently i mean yeah there's a lot of stuff like an apple store like it's almost like it's like a little community right there downtown like whatever because your parents live like right there Mm -hmm. like you can literally walk to the school downtown um, I was gonna do Squid Game, but we're like almost an hour into it. It's it's a lot. We'll we'll do that. Next. Yeah, Squid Game. Um, yes, there's there's quite a lot going on to it. In part because it is a like limited TV run or whatever it's called. So there's a lot of content just there since it's you know nine what forty minute hour long episodes. So there's just a lot of content there. Yeah, like oh, some of them are like over an hour. I think the finale is like over an hour. Right. So there. But there's also a lot going on in it beyond just, which is one thing I, I want to talk about is the ratio of stuff in it versus stuff it's saying. But I'll just kind of leave that. But So we might do a whole episode on Squid Game. I know we're probably at least a little good chunk of it. Yeah, I'll try and get yeah. some more stuff because, I mean, there is a lot of stuff to talk about. Like this thing is taking over the world. There's so many memes now. Like, But we'll, we'll talk about it. I will it. say I've had, had a lot of fun with people like, What's this? What's this Squid Game? I only watch nature documentaries, and I'll have like Squidward playing the clarinet or whatever. Or, uh, squid just swimming around. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll do that later. But there's like one more thing that I just want to like rant slowly about. Not that I spend too much time, but it is spooky season, Halloween. Um, and of course you got the whole like you know ghost type shows and all that stuff we haven't watched any yet but we're gonna watch them eventually well, <laughs> maybe this weekend well, well if we if we go how we normally do we'll choose the cheapest worst done ones oh that's the way to go it's the best but <laughs> you can see the grip assaulting the actor oh my god there was one show on netflix where it was like true ghost stories or something and like there was a scene where like the ghost through the painting, like the picture across the wall, and you could literally see the person's hand just throwing it across. And I had to rewind that so many times. It's just so low budget, but it's awesome. But it's uh, Ghost, was it Real Ghost Avengers? That show that's been on for like 30 million years. Paranormal ghost Hunters? No, no, no. That ended a while ago. Oh. Ghost Adventures, yeah. Oh, okay. That show with like, maybe because we were, uh, saw a, like a trailer for it, and I was like, they're still making that show. <laughs> I mean, we could go back and try to do the Ghost Adventures, but black. That was kind of a, a wreck in and of itself. They like that. It was like Ghost Brothers or something. It was basically like black ghost hunters, and that was like their their like catch. And that was their and whole was their whole thing. And yeah, they're like, oh, it's ghosts. You know, brothers don't do this, so we gonna do it. Which I was like, okay, it sounds like a good idea, but they never solved anything. Yeah. And the other thing too is they kept 
like they couldn't decide how stereotypically black they wanted to be. Like at times they seemed like, you know, at a moment they would veer into self parody with all sorts of like old school language, and everything else. And then they'd, and then they'd veer the exact opposite direction and just act like completely normal. And you're like, what are we doing? What is going on with this goofy, dumb TV show? Oh my God. So yes, I just looked it up. Ghost Adventures, it started in 2008. So this started like when I was graduating high school. It has 21 seasons, 231 episodes, plus 49 specials. Why? Like I remember a couple years ago, there what was that the box that they were trying, they were hyping it up. It's like a, the curse box of Bob. Oh yeah, the uh, Jewish one. Yeah, and they're like, we have it here, and we're gonna like they were pumping it up, and I was like, all right, I'm gonna go to sleep because I was like, I didn't really care. I was like, they never find anything for this to go on, and it's like never any proof. And they're like, they didn't even open it. <laughs> Alicia, I'll provide you a little hint, just a little hint. They don't find anything because ghosts don't exist. I thought it was funny. They hyped this box up for like a week, like live on air special this Sunday. Because they did it on like a Sunday. Like we're going to open up this box. And I'm assuming like the whole time they brought like specialists and all this stuff. And they're like, we're not actually going to open it. I was like, so people actually sat there and watched this. Like, I know there's probably like fans of the show. I was like, at some point it's like 21 seasons. It's a long time. A long. At least unsolved mysteries periodically solves a mystery. Yeah, but this, like, how is this show? Maybe it's, it's just so popular now. It's just, like, a part of the culture now. Like, Halloween time is just, like, ghost adventures. Like, these dudes are old. And... I'm just wondering how they're still finding ghost stories. I mean, at this point, I'm sure they've reached kind of a self-perpetuating thing where people are contacting them. Oh, come and ca- check out my haunted tackle box. Or come and, come, you know, there's a... There... It's a flapping open on its own. There's a ghost that lives in the well next to my house. She's looking at me through the yeah, window. She's, yeah, she's, you mean this well that you you yourself drilled with a power auger that's only six inches wide? Yeah, there's a ghost in it. Like, I'm sure that they've reached that level of people reaching out to them, but I don't know how they're finding stuff that they can still film. Yeah, I, I mean, there's always something like, well, my mom died and now she's haunting us or something because I didn't cl- pick up my toys in my room or something. I don't know. Maybe. But yeah, I just went, because I saw another commercial like Ghost Adventures coming on Discovery Plus or the Travel Channel and all this stuff. I was like, why? <laughs> why is there so many seasons of this show? And like, I was looking through, was it a Travel Channel app? And there's like 50 other million ghost shows on there, for especially for Halloween. And I was like, oh my God, there's too many. And they're almost all the same because they always go to the same places. You go to like the big places first in like Louisiana. And then you run out. And then you, like, find something else, I assume. Like, you go to the big ones first, and I was like, they're all the same. Well, I did like the Magnus Archive, the podcast short fiction series, actually came up with a reason for that, which I thought was kind of clever. What? Because Magnus Archive exists in a world where creepy stuff actually happens. So it it's, it's a world where there is ghosts and stuff like that. But the reason was is someone decided to leave, and she's like, that's because that's where all the safe ghosts are. (laughs) And she went to, and her thing was she went to India, where one of the various rebellions against British rule, and there was this 
composite entity of anger and hatred that wound up shooting her and making her turn into a rage-filled creature. And it's like, yeah, we, we keep going to the same ones because those are safe. <laughs> and the ghost won't be mean to us, which I thought was kind of neat. So yeah, that's what I wanted to... Uh, just a little rant in this spooky season. There's like 50 million ghost shows. So I have a rant for you too. Oh no, what? There's a meme of... There's actually a couple different ones of them, but the it all comes down to it's a, a short clip, and then a character sees something, and then runs either runs away from or closes the door. The the most common one is supernatural, and then it'll put and it'll say too spoopy, and it'll be the number two, and then spoopy, you know, not spooky. Yeah. Somebody decided to take that and make it into an actual plastic thing. So you, there are now little signs out there that say. Too, but they didn't go all the way. They say T-O-O spoopy. And I was like, why would you do this? Why would you inflict this upon mankind? Somebody somewhere had designed that, put that together. I don't know what the dog's doing. The dog's... Yeah, he's just like over over near your like desk trying to like probably a small crack of food over there. Probably you threw it over there. Like six weeks ago. Yeah, and, he was and like, he's already eaten found it. it. Dutchiously searching for additional snacks. Oh, was that it? Just your two spoopy? Yeah, and it was, and I mean, I'll admit some of them were, like, some of the, the memes were funny, but it's just a sign. It's got like a skull on it. So you made fun of ghosts, I heard something. Well, I made sure to ask if our house was haunted. I asked that about every place, and they has. almost think I'm joking. And I was like, no, I'm dead serious. It's like, I'm not moving in here if there was like, well, there was a lady who, I was like, nope. Get me out of here. Nope. Mm-mm. However, she has established one variation. You will consider living in a haunted house if the ghost pays its fair share of the rent. Yeah, that ghost ain't living up here for free. Opening doors and leaving shit open. Just wasting money. But uh-uh, ghost. If you're going to be living up here, you're going to have to pay some of this damn rent. We already got one thing living here rent-free. Dog. He's a security device and cleaner. He's supposed to spot the ghost, so. Yeah, he has We, we lived here for like three years, I think we're safe. Yeah. I say that, and then just like something's hovering over our bed. I was like, Mm-mm, I'm going back to sleep, ghost. You better leave the rent money on the table. <laughs> <laughs> so, we have come to the. And we do have an advantage because all American money that's ever been minted is still legal. So, we could have a ghost from like 1860 dropping like greenbacks from 1860, and that would still be legal currency. So, we could still take it and still pay our rent with it. Although. Greenbacks from 1860 would probably be worth more as historical accuracy, but still, still legal money. That's why I don't allow old timey furniture in our house. We, we went by a yard sale and there was just an old rocking chair. And Flash said, Oh no, we're not getting that. Okay, if you've seen any time, oh, I've explained this before, I'm gonna do it again. Record players, rocking chairs are haunted. I don't care if. If you just have that, your parents used to have a rocking chair and they're asking us if we went, I was like, uh-uh, that bitch haunted. That's how shit you see it in the corner just rocking by itself. There's only two of us in the house. Bowie's not going to climb on it because it moves. And I was like, nope, mm-mm. And record players always playing themselves. Like, uh-uh, sorry, Vinyl, I don't care how hip and cool you are. Yet, nope, sticking to digital. <laughs> Nothing It's <laughs> coming in my house, haunted. And that, that chair looked very old. I was like, mm-mm, it's probably haunted. We're just driving by. We're just coming back from, I don't know, 
buying potatoes or whatever. And you're like, oh, that's hot. I didn't even notice it because I'm driving. She's like, oh, that's but anyways, we've come to the end of the podcast. And it's time for Graham IDK. Damn it. You, I was looking it up while you were talking. <laughs> you should have known this. You ready for this week's word? Go ahead. Finsta. <laughs> His face. Finsta? It's just like totally changed. Yes, Finsta. F-I-N-S-T-A. Yes, Finsta. All right, I'm going to need a sample sentence for this. Uh, Okay, you ready? Yeah, go ahead. She's posting on her Finsta account. <laughs> fake Instagram. Damn it! It's fake slash spam account post what, uh, it's a fake or like a spam account and you post what you're too afraid to, to post on your, on your real feed. Okay. Yeah, so a Finsta. Finsta. So like you can. Why you need a Finsta? Because some people want to post things no, and I talk can, shit. Yeah, people do. Yeah. People want to post their actual white supremacy. It's like a burner <laughs> account, pretty much. Yeah, but there already exists words for that. Again, people making up words for no reason. Anyway, that's the end of the podcast. Stay tuned for next week. We're going to do some squid games. Well, we're not going to play them. We're going to talk about them. Uh, no, we're not going to play a squid game. I think I at least survived the first two. For I mean, for one reason, I don't owe anybody a lot of one. We owe people dollars. We don't owe anybody one. We're not in debt like these people were. But anyway, again, we're going to get to that next week. So if you want to send us some questions, please. We want to do a, a podcast with questions. Send them to damnyourtallpod at gmail.com. Follow me on Instagram, Twitter, at Fifi underscore J247. Follow Graham on Instagram, Graham D. Mildrum. And we'll catch you on the next week's episode. Okay, bye. Bye. bye.